Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The home of War of the Roses. The Dave Ryan Show. Uh, on KDWB. <laughs> I was talking to Jenny about a podcast that she recorded last <laughs> night. And uh, when we do podcasts, and we, you know, we do some, um, we'll guest on a podcast and people want to hear about radio stories. And so Jenny's telling radio stories and Jenny is so, she's such a humble person that she doesn't like talking about herself. But you talked about yourself for an hour and a half. <laughs> it was, it was a lot about me. I mean, it, it, the podcast is about people in Minnesota who just are very business savvy people who are like successful. I don't know why she chose me to be on it, but here I am. And so it was a lot of just about like the industry radio, how I got into it, all that stuff. But it, it just felt so self-serving because it was almost like an hour and a half podcast of just me telling all I would have loved things. that an hour and a half of talking about me. I would have loved it. I'd be like, I got more to say. What kind of crap you talk about me? Because I know that you like, you just like, don't tell Dave about this, but he's a jerk. What'd you say about me and Drake? Say, what no, did I you didn't say? say? Don't anything. lie to me. What did you say about me and Drake? I didn't say anything. At the beginning, before we even turn on the mic, she goes, you know, like you don't don't feel obligated to talk badly about anyone. Like we're not trying to like corner you and like have oh, you say, yeah. and I go, well, I don't wasn't planning on talking badly, nor do I have anything bad to say about people. So that won't be an issue here. Uh, seriously, though, what did you say about Drake? <laughs> I'm going to be yeah, honest. I don't I'm think Drake got, Drake got brought up. What? I'm oh, sorry. Not even Dave definitely got brought up because, I mean, we talked about Dave's show and how I started and everything Dave like has done for me as like a radio mentor over the years. So, oh. yeah, Dave was brought up. But, Drake, I'm sorry. I, I probably mentioned... You no, like a shout at out one point. Shout <laughs> out, Drake. Like... <laughs> <Can> you <imagine>? <laughs> <laughs> what do you say about me? Um, I talked about how hardworking you are and that I think I get a lot of my work ethic. Not that I didn't already have a good one, but that I developed an even better one working with you. Uh, just everything I've learned from you from working in radio because I didn't know anything before starting on the show. And I've learned so much. So, and I keep don't... Keep going, keep going. Okay, this is good. Else? This is good. What else? Um, I talked about how... Funny you, you are. My hair. You mentioned my hair, my biceps. You know, I didn't do any physical attributes when I talked about you, but you didn't mention my miss, biceps. I know. How dare I? How dare I talk about you and not bring up your beautiful, large, I got you, biceps? I was doing the whale jokeathon yesterday, and I was running out of content. I didn't want people to get bored, so I decided to roll up my sleeve and show off my bicep. Then I find out that you two <laughs> friends who are not friends had been taking video from the next room making fun of me, trolling me for showing my biceps and saying, what are you on OnlyFans? Well, Drake and I are over there just chit-chatting about like show production stuff. And I look over and Dave is flexing into the camera in the middle of the whale joke on. So I start recording and then Drake's like, dude, this isn't an OnlyFans. <laughs> I was trying anything to get money. We raised over $1,000 during the Whale Jokeathon yesterday. Job, so Dave. thank you. That's all for Christmas wishes. Speaking of wish, Christmas wishes coming up in a few minutes on KDWB. I do want to get into right into a group therapy, which is an interesting kind of a group therapy. Let's get started. KDWB, the Dave Ryan Show. This is basically a daycare mom who is complaining about being charged for showing up at daycare late to pick up her kid. So here is a clip of her talking. Here we go. Hey, tell me, am I being a Karen here? My son started daycare less than two months ago. And I usually pick him up around 301, 302, because he gets out at three. I only do that because if I pick him up at like 256 or 257, they don't have him changed yet. And it's hard to hit that three o'clock just on the dot exactly. So because for, I think four times, I was there at 301 and 302 last month, they charged me $20 for each time. I was a minute late. So I got an extra $80 tagged on to my already $1,400 plus daycare bill. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. For being a minute late. A minute late. <laughs> mom life, y'all. Seriously, as if it's not hard enough being a working mom, you get charged for being a minute late to pick up your kid from daycare. $20. It's a little much, right? Am I crazy here? What's going on? So my question is, I asked my daughter, Beth, who runs a daycare. 
I said, do you charge moms and dads for being late? She said, absolutely, 100%. She said, uh, if, if we close at 6 and they show up at 6.01, it is not fair to us. We've got our own lives. We should not have to like you. Of course we're going to charge them. We charge them one. Uh, she texted me the other day, and I could dig it up. But I basically, think she said a dollar a minute up until five minutes. Then it's it increases to $5, it's $5 a, minute. a minute. So if you are seven minutes late, you're going to get charged $15. Yep. And she, at my, and I believe in my daughter, Beth, because uh, she's like, we got our own lives. We cannot have people strolling in here. You've got to be on time. And I said, what about this mom? It sounds like she picks her kid up at three. Daycare almost certainly doesn't close at three. That's just the agreed upon time. They're not going home anyway. They can watch the little kid for another couple of minutes and not be charged for it mm-hmm. and uh, beth said that the money that they charge doesn't go to the daycare providers it goes to the daycare center so they're not doing it for themselves yeah so if you're a daycare provider you work at a big old daycare do you charge for people who are late what do you charge and do you get blowback from moms and dads who come strolling in 15 minutes late or if you're a mom and dad that is a little bit late do you get annoyed because they make you pay because you're a little bit late but the big thing is, if you if the daycare closes at 6, let's say, and your scheduled pickup time is 3, I don't think you should be charged for coming in 3 or 5 minutes late because you're there anyway. Uh, I probably am more on the side that they should be charged if they're late, but also I think that the parents should be given very clear rules upon dropping their kids off and starting at, the, at daycares and be like, just so you know, this is what we charge if you're late, so that they're aware. Not all of a sudden they get a bill and 80 extra dollars are on it. You know, like if you're aware of it, then you probably will make sure to make an effort. And obviously, sometimes you can't control like there's a car accident, you're late. Sure, right. And that's, you know, but but that can be for anything. What do you think if you're a daycare provider or a mom or dad and they're five minutes late on a three o'clock pickup? Do you charge them or do you go, yeah, we were going to be open anyway? It's fine. Couple of shout outs. First of all, shout out to granddaughter Josephine on her first dad birthday. Grandma loves you. That's from Rhonda. And a big shout out to Century College nursing students. 2,900 students taking their finals today. We got this and good luck on your future boards. Let us know what you think about this one. Is she being a Karen? Text messages. First one's coming in. Yeah, she needs to be charged. It's called boundaries. Show up four minutes early and sit and wait like the good mother that you are. Ouch. Another <laughs> Text says, I know her. It doesn't surprise me. Whoa. Someone says, I hate that lady so much. You're late. Charge her extra for being terrible. I'm not going to lie. There is a little bit of a Karen tone to her voice. That made Why me... do you think so? Tell me why you think so. It sounded like she felt like she deserved to not be charged for something that is affecting other people. Like she... There was no apology in her voice, almost. Do you know what no, I mean? No, like, res- no remorse at all. Right. Yeah. And, like, I know she said, she mentioned that, like, her kid isn't ready to go when she has come early. So then she just, like, sits and waits around for him anyway. But, like, better that to be waiting around than being late, you know? If you're in daycare, what do you think? I mean, I get it. If you close at 6 and mom shows up at 6.07 or dad shows up at 6.26, yeah, you got to charge him because you got stuff to do. You got to go down to Cub and you got to go get gas and whatever. You got a life. But if you're going to be open at three o'clock anyway, what's the difference? And I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying I don't understand. So let me know. Text messages. I find it hard to believe the daycare closes at three. So if they're still open, they should not be charging. However, if having your child change by three is the issue, just tell them that. Another one says, um, uh, our daycare won't charge you unless you're late past the daycare center hours or past 50 hours late. There's going to be a typo. Got to be 50 minutes late. There should be a five-minute grace period. No question about it. Daycare centers always tell you what you'll be charged if you're late. The woman knows what she's doing, and if she can't handle it, that's ridiculous. She's obnoxious. Let's take a break and come back with more of this one. If you work in daycare, let me know. Because there's so many people that listen to, we are the number one station for teachers, nurses, and daycare. And we're right up there with servers and bartenders. Matter of fact, I think last time we checked, we're number one for servers and bartenders, too. So, what do you think? If you do daycare, let me know. Is this mom being a Karen? There's a ton of moms and dads that listen to the show, too. I think we're number one with moms. So, what do you think? Who's right? 651-989-KDWB. 
to your serotonin. The Dave Ryan in the Morning Show on 101.3 KDWB. Really interesting. Uh, I found this online. It was a mom. She's a regular mom. I mean, I'm a regular mom, I guess. I guess she's regular. Uh, and she said, I got a problem on my Karen. I got a kid that I drop off at daycare. I go to pick her up at 3 o'clock. And if I'm two minutes late, they charge me. What'd she say? A dollar a minute or two dollars um, a minute? Or? She got charged $20 extra for each day. She was even a minute or two minutes late. And she said, I'm not picking the kid up when daycare closes. I'm picking the kid up at three. Why are they charging me for this? So there are some strong opinions because we are number one with daycare providers and number one with moms that drop their kids off at daycare. <laughs> Let's find out what Linda thinks. Linda, whose side are you on? Are you on the side of the mom who thinks a couple of minutes is no big deal or the teachers, the daycare providers who charge for being late? What do you think, Linda? I am with the daycare teachers because you would not show up to work a minute late. Therefore, you should not pick your child up a minute late. But you know what? As you say that, there are people who will show up a minute late or 10 minutes late to work and go, what's the big deal? It's 10 minutes late. I'll just stay. I'll work a little bit harder. So you think that she should get charged for it because she's showing up late. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Let's Mm -hmm. talk to Kirsten in Burnsville. Kirsten, Whose side are you on, the daycare mom or the daycare provider? Definitely the daycare provider. I have a child in daycare, and I have been charged as well. But I think that mom needs to take a breath. She did say she can pick her up by 256, but she's not breath by them. I think she's rude. Like, calm down and be a little kind. Maybe they won't charge you. Kindness goes a long way these days. Uh, you're right, and a lot of people kind of forget that. Thank you, Kirsten. I appreciate that. We got a bunch of text messages yeah. in and a couple of talkbacks. I mean, fired people up. Most people are on the side of the daycare providers, but this person says, I'm a mom, and that is insane to me. How do you charge a parent that is one to two minutes late when the daycare is still open? I pick up my kid from daycare at different times, 320, 325, 335, and the daycare is still open, so maybe that's why she works with me on that, but she has never once charged anyone for being late, and she's been doing daycare for 30 years and they wow. go on to say like you know you already pay an arm and a leg for daycare a couple minutes is just like can't it shouldn't be like that let's see what shannon says shannon does daycare whose side are you on oh most certainly i, I am on the side of the program that is running those the care okay um, I, I work for an early childhood program and we need to staff our classrooms based on being able to stay within ratios of um, staff to children um, and our families pay for the exact amount of time that they are attending or the time that they have reserved. And so if they're in a preschool classroom, the ratio is 10 to 1. And let's say at 3 o'clock, if you're at 11 children and the 3 o'clock staff person is supposed to be able to be done at 3 o'clock, mm-hmm. when that 11th child is staying beyond their schedule, that staff person doesn't get to go home. So even though, uh, okay, I got you. So the, the daycare is still open, but that staff person wants to go home. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Correct. They can't, and we, and, yeah, and they, my, my program, we only staff based on children's schedules. We don't have staff that are just there from open to close. We staff based on what families have reserved for their time that they're attending. That totally actually makes sense. So uh, you might be open until 6, but daycare worker that gets off at 3 is standing around waiting because you haven't paid for that. Mm-hmm. We got some talkbacks also on the talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. By the way, we're commercial free for one hour. One hour commercial free, and we're doing a Christmas wish coming up in a few minutes on KDWB. Thanks for the strong opinions on this. Hi, yeah. I agree. It depends on the person, too, because sometimes they get really greedy. My daughter's daycare, this was a long time ago, but still, they charge immediately $10. If you're, you know, the first second you're late. So it starts at 10 and then or then a dollar per minute after that. So you get there at 6.05, it's 
15 bucks and they want the money right there in hand. <laughs> so it can get kind of greedy at some point. Is it greedy yeah. or is it expecting you to play by the rules? I don't remember ever being a problem when Allison and Carson were in daycare. Yeah. I don't remember. I think we just picked them up on time and I'm sure we were late sometimes, but I don't, re- I don't remember ever being charged for being late. I mean, my parents took us to like an in-home daycare that my mom's cousin ran. So I don't think that they were, she was strict with oh, that. Yeah. Like yeah. an in-home probably be a little bit more flexible. Uh, this text message says, I got three kids in daycare and I pay $1,200 a week. I expect a little bit of flexibility if I'm late once or twice a year. Here's another talk back. I work in child care and she should absolutely be charged because there's nothing saying that she's not going to one day be an hour late. Not saying that that's going to happen, but it does happen. Also, if she wants to avoid the late fee, like she said, showing up at 256 and her kid isn't changed yet. Well, pick up your kid at 256 and change him yourself. It's not that hard. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Uh, it, and that's right. So uh, what do you think? This has really fired people up. So uh, let us know. Our in-home daycare is open from 7 to 5. That's already a 10-hour day for them. We got lives, too. That's reasonable. Maybe mm-hmm. the kid's a pain in the arse. I would charge extra, too. It's like, <laughs> no, we want little Jimmy gone. Uh, yeah. You had kids. You pay for the services. It's only fair. Well, Wait. and a lot of people are bringing up the fact that they she probably pays for like a half day program versus like the other kids who are staying until they're open till six that have full days. So there is a big difference there as well. If they're already paying like less because they're only paying for a half day. Uh, it makes sense. For most jobs, this text says, unless you are salary, your starting time and a half at about 40 hours, wouldn't sh- why shouldn't that be the same for daycare providers? Uh, this one says, I think by law, your child can only be in daycare so many hours out of the day. So depending on when the child is dropped off, maybe three is the latest the child can be there. This says, I am in a rage. I can't listen anymore. But you don't say which side you're I on. I know, I was going to say, which side are you on? Which side are you on on that one? Let me know. Uh, anyway, thanks for the calls and the text messages and the talkbacks on that one. It is KDWB. We're, gonna t- we're doing Christmas Wish coming up in a few seconds. So as we're kind of gathering the Christmas Wish person coming in, we're going to do, I think, we're, is Drake ready for the invention game or is he um, scrambling around I over there? he's kind of entertaining the, um, the guests right now. So okay. maybe do you have a what's on your radar ready? Do I have a what's up? Jenny. I didn't give you a big enough heads up. I got a great what's on your radar. I do, yes. Because this one I found, it is a woman, it is a stunt woman on Instagram, and she is so badass and so she is so cool. I found her when I was looking through, it came up on my Instagram, and she said, I'm going to, and she looks like a normal, average, fit 25 year old. Uh And she's like, I'm going to do a backflip. I've never done a backflip before. Okay, I'm going to do a backflip. Okay, one, to, okay, hold on, I'm going to do backflip. And you're going, oh my God, she's never done one before. She's getting it on video. And she does a backflip, lands on her neck, and gets up and laughs because she's a stunt woman. Oh, okay. And so all of her videos are her doing stunts, and she's so cool. Her name is Corey, C-O-R-I dot story. Mm -hmm. Corey, C-O-R-I dot story. Look her up on Instagram. She's Cool AF. That's awesome. And she does all these dangerous things and falls and gets beat up and gets tackled. And, and she does all these different stunts. Corey dot story on Instagram, on my radar. Cool.
Okay, I will. I'm going to follow her. And then also uh, for my radar, I'm going to do two because they end this week. But there's two fun holiday pop-ups that we went to this weekend that you should check out. And I'm pretty sure that they both are done either through this weekend or maybe the next. So the first one is called Jingle Bar. It's in Excelsior, part of like the cast and crew restaurant place. So there's that one. And then there's also Nico's Taco and Tequila Bar in Uptown. And they're also decked out in just a fun holiday pop-up place to check out. Now, see, are they still going on? Because that sounds really cool. But I thought they were a one weekend kind of a thing. Jingle Bar one, I think, ends this weekend. Nico's might go for a couple weeks. But regardless, I just wanted to give them both a shout out because we had super fun at both of them. And who doesn't love to be like, see Santa, like throw up his holiday spirit everywhere. You know what I'm saying? That's this what those places look like. <laughs> who doesn't like to see Santa throw up his well, holiday that's, spirit? That's like how I feel like it looks like in there. It actually looks like my dad's house because he is a crazy holiday decorator. And I it's like it. Wild. Drake, what is on your radar this week? Yes, yeah, so my radar is Yellowbird Coffee Bar in St. Paul. It's kind of right off um, Summit Avenue a little bit. It's really awesome. We stopped there over the weekend when I was with my brother and we absolutely loved it. So I was about to say, who's this we you're talking about? Yeah. No, my brother. Brother. Yeah, okay. my brother. Yeah, my <laughs> I'm just always going to dig. I'm yeah, always going to dig when you find something. We have a right to be nosy yeah. on each other. We're all friends here. On my radar, Corey, C-O-R-I dot story. She is a stunt woman, and she, uh, I'm going to tell you, she must do really well because her yard and her house and her pool are not cheap. So I'm going to guess she's a working Hollywood stunt woman, and it's super cool, and she's funny. That's so check awesome. Her out. Uh, mine is going to be a Jingle Bar, a holiday pop-up in Excelsior, and then also Nico's Taco and Tequila Bar. Also, they have a holiday pop-up there as well. And we'll put these all on uh, Instagram, Dave Ryan Show, in case you mm-hmm. forget. Drake, on your radar? Yeah, Yellowbird Coffee Bar in St. Paul. All right. Let's do Dave's Dirt right ahead of Christmas Wish on KDWB. The Dave Ryan Show, 101.3 KDWB. Got some dirt to cover for you. Zach Efron got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and he actually thanked Matthew Perry. Check it out. I really also want to mention someone that's not here today, and that's Matthew Perry, who was so kind and generous with me while we worked on 17 again. Collaborating with him in burst years, it was so much fun, and it really did propel me and motivate me. In, in so many ways. It, it really pushed me into the next chapter of my career. And for that, thank you so much, Matthew. Uh, thinking about you a lot today. Ariana Grande drops a naughty version of Santa Tell Me. Don't worry, we took out all the naughty parts. to say what you're thinking i can't understand a damn word she says anyway say, we should put that in the game that we play where it's like misheard lyrics what is she <laughs> i it's supposedly the naughty version i have no I mean, idea what she's saying i heard her say on top of him at one point but that really? was about all i got out of that uh cardi b and offset have broken up and uh basically she confirmed that she is single during this instagram live yeah last time i got on live i kind of wanted you guys to tell you i kind of wanted to tell you guys but I didn't know how to tell you. Care factor zero. <laughs> I'm right around that area too, yeah. Uh, this is a TikToker who's tired of clutter, and this is what she does to get rid of clutter. Check it out. I was going to tell you since it's getting a big Christmas and all, don't send me a Christmas card. Mm-mm. I'm going to throw that in the trash. And y'all look so cute, and your family dressed up for the occasion, and y'all look precious. I'm about to throw in the garbage. <sighs> I can't have that clutter laying around. You know what I'm saying? Send me a digital picture, you know? Send it to me and say, Merry Christmas. No, don't do that either. Just don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'll see y'all. I think, you're, I, think you're, I think you're missing the point. Yeah, you throw your Christmas card away. Send a digital picture. I was talking to a friend of mine, and I said, I'm working on Christmas cards. Do you do Christmas cards? They said, no. I don't need a Christmas card from somebody. I already see what you're doing on Facebook. I already know about your new puppy. I already know about your new, I don't know, your new car, your trip to Panama. And I said, that's not the point. A point of a Christmas card is a handwritten, do you hear me, Fallon Bonset? (laughs) Fallon Bonset cheats on Christmas cards, and it bothers me because she has the computer print out the label. There's a picture. There's no handwriting on it. She maybe puts a stamp on it or probably has Jake put a stamp on it. And then she mails it out. I look at it and go, I want the personal touch. My Christmas cards say, Merry Christmas, Johnson family. Hope you and the kids are doing okay. 
Dave and Susan. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. It's a nice little warm-hearted personal Christmas message. Am I right or wrong? I, I mean, I, it very right. I like to stay on the neutral side of things, and I just don't do them. You know, I just <laughs> I just don't send them out. You know what? It's it's kind of a dying thing because we just don't get nearly as many as we used to. My mom and dad, they were in the military. They traveled the world. They knew hundreds of people. She would send out 150 or 200 Christmas cards. I send out about 50. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's a, that's a lot. I was going to say. Watch your mailbox. Ma- you and Andrew are going to get one. I was going to say, I haven't gotten yours yet. You're probably going to throw it away when you get it, no, though, right? No, I, I put what... As I long stick as, them to the fridge. I was going to say, as long as I have enough magnets left, then you'll still go on the fridge. But I once tape. I run out, then I don't... Oh, do you? Mm-hmm, yeah, because magnets don't always hold them on there. We're getting so off topic. We got to do Christmas Wish. Let's get started right now with Christmas Wish on KDWB. 101.3 KDWB, the Dave Ryan in the Morning Show's Christmas Wish. Uh, we're about to meet our wish nominator this morning. You must be Sean, is that right? That is correct. Sean, thanks for coming in. Good to meet you. I'm Dave. That's Jenny over Hi, there. Sean. Nice to meet you. Uh, Sean is doing a Christmas wish today. And um, uh, tell me a little bit about this person without going into the email how you know this person, and maybe a little bit of what's going on, Sean. Well, Nick and family and my family, we moved uh, together, uh, well, moved into a uh, neighborhood together okay. uh, for about uh, about three years ago. Okay, so that's how you know them? Yes. And this year, for a reason we'll get to in a second, has been a really tough year for Nick and his family. So correct. we're going to call Nick in a little bit, and they're in they're in Montrose. Is that right? That is correct. Okay. Which way is Montrose? Uh, that way. Well, that thirty five minutes uh, straight west of here. Okay, gotcha. Yep. Well, I'm glad we could do this one for Nick and his family. Let's check in with a newbie on College Muscle Movers. I don't think that Magnus has ever been with us on uh, on Christmas Wish before. Magnus, good morning. Good morning. Is this your first wish delivery, Magnus? This is my first wish delivery. Thank you wow. for doing this. They chose Magnus. They said, hey, who wants to drive 35 minutes out to Montrose? And Magnus is like, I'll do it. So thank you, Magnus, <laughs> for doing this. We really appreciate it. Yeah, um, of course, of course. Your job is to basically deliver the wish and all the things that we have for this family and um, uh, help them get it all settled in and also kind of serve as a backup, Magnus, in case they don't answer the phone. Because we do all of this live Mm -hmm. right now on KDWB. So, Magnus, thank you so much. Thanks to your uh, cohorts over at College Muscle Movers. Keep them in mind and the fact that they donate their time. Next time you're moving, think of College Muscle Movers. There's a lot of movers out there. We choose College Muscle Movers because they're the best, and we appreciate it. Magnus, please hold and stand by in case your services are needed, okay? Will do. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. All right, so we're going to call Nick right now in Montrose to do his Christmas wish from Sean. So I'm going to make that phone call right now. So you guys live in the same neighborhood currently now, too? Yes. Okay, isn't that the best when you move into a neighborhood and you become friends with people? Because some people just keep their to themselves and they never really know their neighbors. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Let's see if he... Yesterday, we had a really hard time getting the uh, wish E on the phone. We did. And I think we had Hello? a call. And there he is. Oh, hi, is this Nick? Yes, this is. Hey, Nick, it is Dave Ryan on the radio over at KDWB. <laughs> Would Good you, morning. Would you have any idea, Nick, in the world, what we are calling for this morning? Um, as an avid KDWB listener, I kind of have an idea. <laughs> I'm glad that you listen. I am happy that you know about Christmas Wish. You probably didn't expect to wake up this morning and get a phone call saying that we're going to grant your friend Sean's Christmas wish, but that is exactly what we're going to do. Nick, it sounds like you're busy. It sounds like you got a toddler in the background. Is that Ozzy or is that Dax? Both of them are actually here. They're both here. Okay, they're both up. Where's yeah. Jude? Is Jude still sleeping? Jude is uh, at school now. Okay, gotcha. I'm going to turn it over to Sean, your friend and neighbor, who's going to tell us about his Christmas wish for you and your family. Okay, Nick? Yeah, thank you. Of course. Here we go. Good morning, Nick. Hey, Sean. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm okay. Thank you. All right. Nick and his wife, Cassie, have three boys. Jude, age nine, Dax, five, and Ozzy, three. Nick is a Marine Corps vet and a cancer survivor. 
Nick worked a full-time job as a volunteer firefighter for the town of Montrose and also does real estate along with Cassie. One afternoon before work, Nick thought he was having an allergic reaction. They called the ambulance and he was loaded in the back just as his boys were getting home from school. He told them, everything is fine and I'll be home that night. It went from an ordinary day uh, to Nick fighting for his life. Turns out it wasn't an allergic reaction, and but instead an aneurysm in his neck. Nick had two aneurysms followed by two strokes and a lung infection and four surgeries. After 57 days in the hospital, being in a medically induced coma, feeding tube and other setbacks, Nick came home on November 4th. It will be a long recovery for Nick as he lost 50 pounds and has to go through physical therapy to regain mobility on his left side. They currently are living off of one income and no long-term disability. Christmas is Nick's favorite holiday and this year won't be the Christmas he wishes he could give his family. A few of us neighbors have donated Christmas lights and have decorated the outside of his house, their house, as best we could. But we need help giving Nick and his family a little bit more holiday cheer. Despite everything that Nick has gone through in his life, he is one of the most genuine, caring, giving, and positive people we have, we have ever met. Uh, he will help anyone with anything at a moment's notice. Dave Ryan and KDWB, please choose Nick and his family for this year's Christmas wish. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sean. You know what strikes me about that really powerfully is that day started as a normal day. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, everything had done a 180. And I think that's one of the things about life is we don't know what life will... Well, I'm going to get teary-eyed here. What life might be like at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Right. Because we don't know. We wake up and we're healthy. We're looking forward to Christmas. We're looking forward to going to wherever and shopping and going to the mall. But we don't know, even by the end of the day, what life might bring for us or for our partner or for our kids. Nick. Yes. And Cassie. You've got three kids that are keeping you busy, and I can already hear Ozzy and Dax kind of roaming around and doing their thing in the morning. And uh, my gosh, you've got you've got quite the road ahead of you. You've lost fifty pounds. You've got the medical treatments. You've got the physical therapy and all that. But we all one hundred percent believe that you will bounce back, and everything will return to, if not completely normal, then a new normal that you are. Uh, uh, happy with one of the things we do on Christmas wish is I wish we could fast forward to that new normal I wish we could fast forward through the next 60 days 90 days 120 days whatever it is that brings back that normal but we want to make those intervening days and Christmas a little easier for you and Cassie and Dax and Ozzy and Jude so we are doing a Christmas wish for you. Let's start off with the kids. We did a little research, and Sean helped us figure out some of the things that the kids like. They must like Star Wars and Super Mario. Is that true? Yes, they do like uh, Baby Yoda specifically, and they do like Mario. Okay, Baby Yoda specifically. We'll check all this out. We got everything from, uh, let's start with Mario. We got Mario sweatshirts, Mario blankets. We've got a, uh, a Lego Super Mario Donkey Kong treehouse that you or Cassie are going to have put together just to get a little heads up on that one. <laughs> uh, Star Wars five-minute storybook, Star Wars jogger pants for the kids, Mandalorian hooded blanket, Lego Star Wars Jedi Temple, a lightsaber. Uh, we got a Nintendo Switch Lite with the Super Mario's Wonder Game for the kids. Because they're at prime age where they're going to start to play video games. And then in a few years, you're going to try to get them to stop playing video games because they won't do their homework. <laughs> That's on you, Nick. That's going to be your problem. Yeah, um, already uh, at that point. <laughs> <laughs> we got the Hot Wheels Mega Tower Car Wash set because we heard they liked Hot Wheels. <laughs> The Monster yes. Trucks Color Shifters. 
We got a Papa Shot over the door basketball hoop, Paw Patrol lookout tower set, Discovery remote control, T Rex dinosaur. I'm running out of breath here. We got a lot of stuff for you kids. So, so Christmas could be if you aren't getting out to shop and maybe money's a little bit tight. Christmas is almost, if not completely, taken care of for the kids. So there's the kids. But then there's you. Good. How are you? There's there's you and there's Cassie. Cassie, is yep. Cassie around this morning? Yeah, she's actually right here. Hi, Cassie. Uh, just one second. No, that's okay. <laughs> Cassie is his Hello? partner. Hi, Oh, hi, Cassie. Yeah, Cassie's right here. Cassie, it's Dave Ryan. We're with Sean. We're on the radio over at KWB doing Christmas Wish. Did you hear? I did, yes. We just talked about things for the kids. I want to talk about things for you and for Nick. So let's get started there. Uh, okay. We're going to start off with some gift cards. We've got a $300 Walmart gift card because you always need something from Walmart. You walk in, you go, I didn't know I needed that. Pretty soon you're walking out of there with a lot of stuff. Uh, $200 Grubhub gift card because I'm going to guess meal prep and cooking is probably something that is a little bit more difficult to do. Uh, $100, Target gift card. Uh, if you guys want to go see some movies, we got a $150 AMC gift card, uh, $100 game and Grub Hub gift box. That's good for Xbox and Dave and & Buster's and Buffalo Wild Wings and more. If you get a chance and Sean and his family come over, watch the kids and keep an eye on Nick, you got a Spa Finder <laughs> gift card if you want to go out to the spa. Somebody oh, said no. you can use a Westhoff Classic 7-piece knife and block set. That's not random. This was so, that was, that. how did this come up, Sean? Do you remember how this come up? Well, that's for Nick. Oh, is that right? <laughs> that is correct. Okay. Yeah. Is Nick the chef around the house? Yes. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> is that true, Cassie? Sometimes. Uh, she Sometimes. had to run to catch the kids getting into stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I love this so much. Okay, Nick, we're back with you. We've got a carbon steel cooking wok, and we heard you might need a new computer. The old one's getting a little bit janky. We've got an HP 14 Google Chromebook laptop for you guys, too. All part of your Christmas wish. And as an added bonus, Miracle at Big Rock, which is really cool. Want your family to have a holiday getaway and spend a night in their family cabin. It's perfect for you. It sleeps up to a family of five. That includes tickets to Miracle at Big Rock, Big Rock on a Wednesday or Thursday night. And thanks to Miracle at Big Rock, Big Rock for throwing that in. Yeah. Nick, how are you doing this morning? Are you doing well? Are you having a good day, an average day? <laughs> Um, very shocked and surprised at the start of the day, but yeah. excuse me, overall, I'm doing all right. I'm glad to hear that. And we're so happy to be able to grant this Christmas wish from Sean and your neighbors and the family uh, to make your Christmas a little easier. Like I said, I wish we could fast forward and make everything zoom by, but because we can't, we want to make those intervening days a little bit easier for you and your family. I think, uh, thank Nick, you guys so much. You're more than welcome. I think one of the things that I was telling Sean earlier is that this is such a lesson in life that we don't know what's going to happen this afternoon. You remember that day and you thought you might have had, um, uh, what, an infection or allergies or something? Um, to be honest, I don't remember anything at all from that day. Is that right? Um, no. And you were in the hospital for 57 days? Yes, I was uh, in the ICU for about 30 of those days. And then I went to an intermedial level, and then I went into rehab for a little bit. And this is a person who used to be a firefighter, and hopefully one day will be again. But you were busy, yeah. like, carrying heavy things and hoses and, you know, running up and down stairs and ladders and, and all of that, and then life took a turn. Yeah, exactly. Nick, I wish you the best for your family and for, uh, for Cassie. And for the kids, too, and Ozzy and Dax and Jude. And I'm so glad that we got to grant a Christmas wish from Sean and the neighbors. I will let you and Sean say goodbye. And there's a guy outside your house named Magnus. He's with College Muscle Movers, and he's going to cart all of this stuff in for you and the kids, okay? All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you, KDWB, so much. And, Sean, thank you. And we'll chat later. All right. Sounds good. Have a good day. We'll talk to you later. And that Bye. is Bye. you take care, Nick. Merry Christmas. And that is how Christmas Wish works. It's a family whose life 
took a turn. Mm -hmm. And it's such a powerful reminder. Count your blessings. If your kids are going off to school today and coming home and being annoying and they won't get off their phones and you're annoyed with them and they won't clean up the dog poop, you're blessed. You're blessed. Mm -hmm. If you have a work meeting followed by a Zoom meeting followed by a dentist appointment and then you got to go shopping and then you got to make dinner, you're blessed. Don't forget that. That is Christmas Wish. That is a Christmas Wish. What is a Christmas Wish song from a couple of years ago on KWB? That one really hit me because there, there was something about that wish that everything happened so suddenly to Nick. Uh, Nick was a firefighter, obviously then very healthy, uh, splitting the duties with Cassie for his family. And then one day he didn't feel good. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And he had a stroke and an aneurysm and a bunch of other big setbacks. And, uh, and life changed that afternoon. He was in the hospital for 57 days. So um, uh, I'm really glad we found Nick and his family. I also just got word that Holiday Station stores heard the wish and they said, well, we want to give them a gas card for appointments and driving back and forth. And I said, Dunzo. Yeah. So shout out Holiday Station stores for that bonus in there. They've been very, very generous during Christmas Wish. So thanks to Holiday. And it's like I said, they they were they're from the Twin Cities, the Holiday Station stores. They're like born here in the Twin Cities. So they have a connection. They have family. They have roots. They've got their church. They got their school. They got their all of their community. So they want to help out too. And it really gives them a lot of pleasure, joy, whatever word you want to use, to give back to the community and help out with that. So thanks to Holiday Station Source for that one. We appreciate that one. And of course, we got other things we we got to do. College Muscle Movers, uh, that is our Christmas Wish Delivery Partner, and um, YouthLink, who helps make it tax-deductible, because this is kind of under the umbrella of YouthLink, mm -hmm. so it is tax-deductible, and we think that's really... Nobody says, you know what, I'm not going to donate unless it's tax-deductible, but if you're making a large donation, and people have made $5,000 donations to Christmas Wish, they do appreciate the tax-deductible, so thanks to YouthLink, and thanks to the work that YouthLink does also, yes. and thanks to Choice Bank for handling all the finances. We were going to keep it under my desk in a coffee can, but then I realized <laughs> I don't have a desk anymore. Thank yeah. you. And Drake would have found that coffee can. <laughs> uh, so uh, thanks to you for your donations. Yesterday I did the whale joke-a-thon, and I got over $1,000 for telling an hour-long version of the whale joke. Let me tell you, Jenny, I'll never do that again. Why? That was awful. It was painful. I, I had fun like doing having, it. I was going to say, you seem like you're having a good time because Drake and I were creeping from the other studio watching you, yep. you for a little bit, and I swung up by and said hi. I didn't know what you were saying, though, to me because you were speaking in whale. And so I wasn't entirely sure what you're saying. I sat there and went, I did every variation of a possible whale noise I possibly could. Uh, so thanks for your donations for that. If you want, if you were touched, and I know you were, if you heard Christmas Wish and you weren't touched, you're worse than the Grinch because <laughs> that was a family who they're cruising along. They're planning next year's spring break. They're planning where they're going to spend Christmas. They're planning on whether they're going to get a real tree or a fake tree. And then life threw such a curve at Nick and his family. And he's not working. And now it's Cassie's income. And there's just so much. And then the recovery. So um, if you want to donate, if that inspired you to count your blessings, please donate kdwb.com slash wish. All right. We got to what I in better news. We've got Beyonce movie tickets right now. It is Tick Movie Ticket Tuesday, Renaissance of Film by Beyonce. We'll have you call in right now, caller number 10 at 651 989 KDWB to win your tickets for that for Beyonce. Uh, Renaissance 651 989-KDWB. Jonathan Fogel's going to be in a few minutes. Yes. Uh, Jonathan Fogel from Fogel Family Law will be here to uh, give some advice on how to get through Christmas if you're you got like, I don't know, blended families and you're not mm -hmm. sure where to do this or maybe your ex is giving you a hard time. 
Drake, you got to get the phone. Drake is talking to the phone. Yeah, answer the phone. Beyonce. Well, well, Jonathan's in there. He's got he's got Drake distracted over there. Jonathan's chattier than you and I sometimes. You know, he is a chatter. <laughs> he is a t- anyway. Um, uh, calling now when Beyonce, Jonathan Fogel begin in a couple of seconds on KDWB. Reading some text messages. This text says, "I'm a real tough A when it comes to Christmas wish. So while it's always touching to me, I've never once cried." But this song got to me, Dave. Hats off. Oh, yeah. Another one crying at this mashup. And nothing like Christmas Wish to remind me of what I do have. And I think that's one of the things that we love about Christmas Wish is because it really reminds you, like, because we all love to complain. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I don't want to go to that bad. I got to do this. But then the fact that you get to do this like we made a we made a little rule a couple of weeks ago i don't know if you heard it jenny and i made a rule and i think bailey might have been on it too i don't have to go to the gym i get to go to the gym yeah i don't have to go to the holiday party i get to go to the holiday party i love that mindset i had to do it last night because i was not in the mood to go to the gym but i was like i don't have to go but i get to go so i should go and i went and that's kind of one of the things that you learn with Christmas Wish is you, you really count your blessings and, and thank your lucky stars or whoever it is that you thank that you have a normal Christmas. Mm-hmm. But remember, life can turn on a dime like that. Jalissa, is that you? Jalissa, yes. Jalissa, guess what? You can go see the Beyonce movie. Oh, my gosh. That's exciting. That's what we do. That is what we do. Uh, are you all ready for Christmas? Is the tree up, Jalissa? It, it is not actually up. <gasps> But hopefully we get it up soon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is there a plan of getting life's it up been, soon? Yes. Life's been crazy busy. Yeah. Well, you had to take time out to go to the Beyonce movie, Jaleesa, because you won the tickets. Congratulations. We'll have those for you all day here on KDWB. Let's do, we'll do something to get Jonathan Fogel ready. Mm-hmm. I don't, are we going to play Lyric Shuffle or do you want to bump that for a little bit? Let's just bump that. Maybe we play one of our classic uh, Christmas parodies here. Why not? Okay, <laughs> let's do this and then we'll have Jonathan Fogel in a second to talk about Christmas with a blended family and divorce and custody and that type of thing. Here we go. The Hallmark Channel brings you an all new holiday movie premiere. Holly calls her local radio station, K Snow. And wins a trip to Kringle, Colorado. Are a winner. It comes at the perfect time because she wants to get away from everyone and everything relating to the holidays. I hate buying presents for people. And Rudolph, he's so annoying. Don't get me started on hot chocolate. When Holly arrives in Kringle, Colorado, she meets the owner of the small town's vape shop, Santa's Smoke Shack, Nick. Hey, what's up, babe? Will he change your mind about the holidays, or will they just get f***ed up on missile juice? For Nick, are we riding on Santa's sleigh? Nah, babe. That's just that special candy cane juice, but I got something that you could ride. Don't miss a very vaped Christmas, only on the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Dig in. Okay, that is the weirdest <laughs> parody. I don't care if we never play that again. That is so weird. What? It's a classic. Nah, I don't know. Shout out Steve-O, RIP. He was, you know, he passed in a severe pinball accident. So, oh, uh, somebody you know, asked, I didn't hear that one. Yeah, bad pinball accident. Oh. Uh, it is KDWB <laughs> on the Dave Ryan Show. Good morning, Jonathan Fogel. Good morning. How are you guys? You were just in New York. You got back from New York last night. I did, yeah. Were you doing the touristy Rockefeller Center Times Square stuff? We slept for about two hours mm-hmm. in five days. Yeah. And nice. uh, it was great. Yeah, we stayed, of course, right in Midtown, right by Times Square. Nice. And uh, it took about three blocks and it, it took about... 30 minutes to get three blocks in a cab in Times Square. Oh, it was, yeah. And SantaCon, have you heard of this before? No, no. <laughs> I There's have a, heard of it It's SantaCon yeah. over the weekend. We did not plan that. I'm, all of a sudden, we're walking around. Everybody's dressed as Santa Claus. Ha. It's like hundreds of thousands of people. And I guess they, the bars are not allowed to serve alcohol from like 10 a.m. one day until like 10 a.m. the next day because it's so crazy. Oh, really? Debauchery. Yeah. That the was Santas not- are getting wild, so they don't allow liquor sales? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, we, so it's that bad? They it's like prohibition all over I, again. That's what I heard. Yeah, we stayed yeah, away from that. We, yeah, that was oh, not our man. jam. Did you do all the cliche things? Did you go through Central Park? We did. We did a carriage ride oh, in Central okay. Park. We yeah. did Empire State Building. Well, I saw. We, I saw your picture. You didn't have much of a view. From no, the it was zero there. visibility, oh, which was bummer. perfect. Yeah. What, so you're on Instagram. <laughs> What's your Instagram so people can go look you up? Oh my God, I don't even know what it is. Jo- <laughs> Jonathan, Jonathan Fogel. Yeah, super super original. Yeah. Jonathan Fogel. Okay. Yeah. You put me on the spot there, Dave. I don't no, even know my okay. own Instagram. Well, Jonathan J. Fogel. There you go. Thank There's you. There's a J in there. There, yes. So go check that out. Jonathan Fogel, uh, family attorney. I went, I went to um, uh, New York City with Allison 10-ish or maybe 15 years ago. We took the carriage ride through Central Park. And this is at the beginning of social media when you could post things from your phone. Yeah. I pull out my phone, I'm recording and posting, all of a sudden the horse screeches to a stop and I realized I'd missed the whole ride because I was (laughs) busy posting on social media the whole time. No. We did have a rule that we could have our phones out, but not when we were at meals. We had to pay attention and be present and enjoy. That's boring. That's good. (laughs) What are you going to talk about? that's good, (laughs) Dave. I got nothing to say to you people. It was hard to find conversation. That is super cool. Well, welcome back. Uh, Jonathan got in this morning. We want to talk about, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people are doing this. Some people are new at it. Some people have been doing it for a few years. Some people have a really easy time with their blended families. And you're going to go to dad's house on Christmas Eve and you're going to come to mom's house on Christmas Day. But Jonathan always got some advice in case you're new at this or you've been doing it. Maybe it's not working out. Maybe the other parent can be difficult. Where do you want to start? What do we do? What do we need to know or what can help us out with this? Yeah, I think the place to start is figure out a schedule ahead of time. So if the holidays are coming up and you're a blended family or you're you're recently divorced or getting divorced, figure out where the kids are going to be. Are they going to be at mom's house on Christmas, dad's house at Christmas, what the schedule is going to be, and then be on time. Oh, Once you have okay. that schedule figured out, be on time because it's not fair to the kids to miss things, right? If you think about it, if I'm having a big Christmas at my house, my, all my relatives are going to be there and their mom doesn't show up for 30 minutes later, an hour late, they get to miss, they miss out on all that fun with their cousins and family. Yeah. So be on time. It's the mm-hmm. kid's time, not yours. Remember that. That's okay. important. That's a good one to remember. Okay. Um, next is think about family traditions, right? Respecting those family traditions. Sometimes one side of the family does a huge things on Christmas Eve, right? That's where all their family gets together. And the other does maybe Christmas Day or Christmas lunch or something. Try to keep those in mind when you're dividing up the holidays that your kids might want to continue in those traditions. Okay. And then another one, though, too, which is the flip side of that, it's a good time to start new traditions. Mm -hmm. I know when I got divorced, uh, we had new traditions that came mostly over Thanksgiving. But we were like, hey, usually do Thanksgiving, but we're going to try something new. And my kids really appreciated doing new things over Thanksgiving or over whatever holiday you're going to be celebrating. And with their, with their new family or their new stepmom or new stepdad That's right. or whether they're not there, whatever it is. Yeah, good idea. That's right. The other thing is, I think, I know this sounds weird, but work together to figure out gift giving. And what I mean by that is, if you're the one that has all the money, mm-hmm. right, and you're going to buy your kid a car for Thanksgiving, the other person's going to give them a stick of gum, right? Yeah. You want to make sure that you're coordinating that because you want your kids to know that you're, both your parents are to, working together to give you gifts. And uh. that one isn't going to give you a really expensive gift and the other one nothing at all. Okay, but I'll bet you say, you're going to say something, Jenny. Well, Go I was going to say, I remember my first Christmas when my parents were finally divorced. I like kind of assumed that we weren't going to have much of one because now it was split incomes. It was different kinds of like financial situations with both of them, but they still did such a good job of each on their own giving us a Christmas somewhat similar to what we had prior when they were still married. So yeah. I remember that was like something as a kid that I was like, oh, Christmas isn't going to be much this year. Yeah, and, and that that's exactly right. There's, I, I talk about this, and I don't want to get too cheesy, but we're throwing Christmas time, right? Sure. So we can be, you know, sappy, and, you know, I'm a crier, so, you know, it happens. Um, but there's a quote by Maya Angelou that I, that I talk about to clients all the time, especially during the holidays, is that people will forget what you said, they'll forget what you did, but they'll never forget how you made them feel, right? So it's not about winning Christmas. It's about 
making sure your kids feel safe, they feel secure, they feel happy, because that's what they're going to remember when they get older about those special times Mm -hmm. that you had. There have got to be parents, and when you bring this up, it's funny because I know some divorced parents that they get along fine. We can get along. Everything's good. They might not be crazy about each other, but they're whatever. And then I know some divorced parents who are just any chance they get, they'll make a dig at the other one, and it's never their fault. It's always the other parent's fault. So people will do things like, oh, well, your dad said he was going to get you an Xbox. I'm going to get you an Xbox instead and give it to you before your dad came. Right. People right. do that. People do that. You see that all the time. Absolutely. Uh, what else? Is there any other tips? I don't want to rush you through these tips. Is there any other tips in there, Jonathan, if we, that we missed? Well, I have two more. One is helping your kids shop. Right? And the thing about that is <laughs> your kids aren't old enough to go shopping yeah, on yeah. their own. Mm-hmm. And it would be sad if they show up to their dad's Christmas or their mom's Christmas empty-handed. So even if, even if, and if you can't afford to help them shop, help them sit down and make a gift, make a card, do something so they can show up to the other person's house and feel like they've given them something. Yeah. And that's important. And it also teaches your kids a good lesson that your other parent is super important, mm-hmm. right? That, that, that even though you're not married anymore, you're not a, you're not a family that lives together. Their other parent is equally as important. So kind of swallow your distaste for the other parent and remember that the kid has got to love them. Yes. I remember that Julie did this. Julie and I, that's my ex, Chase's mom. And uh, we were at each other's throats a lot. And I remember one year, because she had a lot of money. She had family money. She had her own money. And, and she had a lot of money. And one year, Chase sent me, he was about five years old, sent me a freaking word search puzzle book for Christmas. And almost brings tears to my eyes now. Because <laughs> it hurts so bad. It was like... What a crappy gift. That was not from Chase. That was something Julie picked out to deliberately. And I didn't want something big and expensive. Right. But a word search puzzle book. Yeah. Uh, and I know he didn't get it. If he got it himself, I would have been fine with it. I know, <laughs> yeah. I know she did it to take a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. what about, so Jonathan, I know one of the things you do is you do the divorce and custody and all the, the but mediation is your big, uh, is a big thing that you do too. Yeah. Mediation is a huge part of my practice. And, and that's a little bit different that instead of representing one client or the other who's going through a divorce, both parents will call me and they want to help. They want help to resolve their issues without going to court, without having a stranger coming in and making decisions. Let's can I do a scenario? Let's do a little improv okay. scenario. Okay, okay. I'm go. divorced from Jenny. We've okay. got little uh, Paulette is our the name of our daughter. She's Beautiful. So sweet. Every Beautiful. time little Paulette comes over, Jenny is probably an hour late, yeah. and a lot of the I'm time busy. she doesn't even show up. Mm-hmm. So I'm waiting there. I got a blanket fort made for little Paulette, and this B word over here decides not to show up with her. And so every weekend, counselor, what do you do? Well, so what I sit down maybe and talk to the both of you. You throw her in jail? Throw her in jail. I don't think you can go quite that far, Dave. Well, I think first of all, what I do is put Dave in a separate breakout room. It sounds like he's got a little issues here that he's got to work out. Paulette. (laughs) I think what I try to do is change the focus from you being upset with Jenny or Jenny being upset with you and the focus being on Paulette. What is the focus? What do we need her to take away? And how is she going to best grow up to be a good contributing member to the world and have good relationships, Uh right? Because the relationships that she sees of her parents are the types of relationships that she's going to find when she gets older. And so the the example that the two of you can set for her by Jenny Baby being on time Mm -hmm. and you not being upset and maybe being more flexible, Mm. that's going to teach her a lesson that she can carry into her relationships and her work life and everything else later on. So there really is something to what your kid sees is kind of what they expect and kind of what they model. So if you bicker and talk trash about the other parent, that's kind of what they're going to model in their relationship? For sure. I mean, kids are sponges and spies, right? And what I mean by that is they hear everything. I have parents come to me and they say, oh, you know, little Johnny didn't hear that. And then I end up talking to kids sometimes as part of my job. And they're like, oh, yeah, we were not in bed. Our kid parents thought we were in bed, but we sneaked out and we could hear them down the stairs oh, yelling, yeah. screaming, saying things. So just remember that, that kids will pick up on that stuff. Mm-hmm. So mediation is basically, I mean, if I get it right as a yep. layman, mediation is like going to save me the problem of hiring an attorney over here and her hiring an attorney over here, going to court, having a judge decide something so you will mediate it out. Once we decide that Jenny's going to be less of a pain and I'm going to be less <laughs> of a pain, then we'll get it in writing. Is that how it works? That's right. At the end of a mediation session, we put together what's called a binding agreement. Everybody signs off on that and then a judge can sign it. Okay. But what it's about is keeping control of your life, your 
your kids, your money to yourselves rather than to a stranger. So my job as a mediator is to help facilitate those agreements rather than just coming down with a decision. Mm-hmm. We did that with Julie when Chase was about 13 or so and getting old enough to come and visit me by himself. I said, I want him to come and visit me rather than me going out there. And she said, absolutely not. You can fly out here all you want to, but he is not flying to see you. And I want more money, she said. So we went to a mediator rather than court because that would have been a whole lot more money. Yep. And actually, it was a big turning point because at that point, Chase got a whole lot more say. Yeah. And everything wasn't completely happy, Jonathan, but it was a whole lot better. Yeah, and look, it's not going to solve every single problem. But the nice thing about mediation is that the mediators allowed is really has more of an opportunity to hear those things and can take those in and be a little more creative in solutions than a judge because the judge is very black and white they got to stick with the law mm-hmm. find jonathan online on uh, fogelfamilylaw.com f-o-g-e-l fogelfamilylaw.com or his instagram which i'm looking at pictures of you it looks like you're in front of radio city music hall yeah we did yeah. that uh-huh. yeah we did okay. we did the christmas tree we skated in rockefeller center oh that is so I'm cool so yeah. i, I want to go to new york me too especially around <laughs> christmas time see it all decked out jenny let's take little paulette to uh, yeah. times square Leslie, you have Come to pay on. though see okay. as the mediator i've already <laughs> solved your problems look at this we pay for everything jonathan (laughs) okay find him online uh fogelfamilylaw.com or jonathan j fogel on instagram jonathan thanks for coming in merry christmas merry christmas to you guys hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.